2: In the natural world, the world has really one question, and it seems to be echoing right now without ceasing. What is going on? When someone asks that question and and, and you're just kind of thinking, how do I explain to them what's the answer to the question? What is going on? Tell them this. It is written, and all that is written must come to pass. You can inform them, well, I have a book. And it's clearly defined all that shall take place. Nothing is left out. It's in this book that I have. The war right now can be found in this book, and the chapters of this book that I have. That person that you are talking to and you're speaking to them, now you've opened the door, not only to tell them about the Lord and salvation, but you've planted a seed in their heart the seed of salvation and now there's a question in their mind and if they don't go forward then the seed has been planted oh we bless His holy name and maybe you'll get to water but maybe not maybe someone else will come along and they will get to water but the seed has been planted as you tell them about salvation and the word of God that seed is planted in their heart immediately when you speak this word To them, you tell them about the Lord, but it just kind of sparks their interest. It opens the door of mystery. What book? What book do you have that's telling all the events that are taking place right now? Oh, bless his holy name. We know that we're talking about the Bible, and it's clearly defined these days. There'll be a shaking, there'll be wars and rumors of wars. Share the word with the world and the protection that they have. In Christ Jesus, there is no organization. There isn't a group. There's not a board. There's nothing that we can join. That's the same as the church because the church is alive. Every committee, every organization, anything that we join, eventually it will die. Eventually it will no longer exist, but the church is alive. It continues to grow. It continues to rise up in power. It continues and it will continue and continue until the Holy Jesus Christ, until he reigns completely in this realm. And he has inherited, all nations because the Bible says that the nations are his inheritance. God has an eternal timeline and his view of everything is much different than the way we see things. Bless his holy name today. God wants to reveal something magnificent to you. So God sees everything at one time. He sees past, present and future as one bless his holy name. And so The events that are taking place are events that are on his eternal timeline. He said there will be wars. There will be wars and there will be rumors of wars. Jesus talked about these days and how that they would come. And so as God views things from his eternal timeline, it looks completely different. And so if you're able to step back for a moment and kind of see through your spiritual eyes, because the Holy Spirit will allow you to see this. And you, you begin to see how God's perspective is completely different. There is an eternal timeline. There are some events that are going to happen. Now, prayer, and I teach this quite often, prayer will actually stop some things. They will not happen. And some things prayer will hold them back. You know, it'll put up like a wall and kind of hold things off for a while. And then some things prayer will completely demolish and destroy the works when it's the work of the enemy. But on God's eternal timeline, some things are going to happen. You know, the Bible talks about the heart of man waxing cold. And I'm not talking about man necessarily as men. I'm talking about the race of mankind today. But it also tells this. It tells us this as we look at the eternal timeline of God we know some events are going to take place but Jesus said when these things begin to happen look up for your redemption draws nigh and for the church today the Lord is saying be strong in the Lord You have nothing to fear. The church is rising up in power because the word of the Lord says that his government, remember what it said of Christ in the Old Testament, his government shall have no end. So it will continuously increase in power. And that's exactly what's happening today, children of God. The power of God is raising up in this realm and it is continuing, it is continuing to conquer. Although there may seem to be turmoil and there may seem to be questionable events, the events, events that are taking place are on the eternal timeline of God. And while there is turmoil in the natural realm, heaven is not experiencing turmoil. Heaven is experiencing order. Heaven is experiencing the coming of Christ as we prepare in this realm. The heavens are lining up with the earth for the greatest event has yet to take place. The coming of Christ. You know, Jesus is sitting at the right hand of the father. Why is he seated at the right hand of the father? He is in a waiting, uh, to say, uh, position because he has not received his final reward. The bride is his final reward when he comes and returns to take back, to take the church with him. He's not coming to get a weak, frail church. He's coming to get a church that is risen up in great power. Those who are watching and waiting. Today, he says to you, be strong in the Lord. You have nothing to fear while there are things happening all around. God is still in the blessing business. He's still in the protecting and the sustaining business. God is going to bless his people. The Bible says he is a shield. He is your shield and your exceedingly great reward. Genesis 12, 1. And so have you ever seen an avalanche, you know, an avalanche? Sometimes you'll see one like a a peak of snow and snow is all built up and then there's a peak. And then suddenly, you know, without expecting it, you just don't know when it's going to happen. Suddenly it falls, you know, and then we call it an avalanche. Right. And so there is something that we can't see taking place right now. And those that are watching and waiting those that remember his covenant promises, because his covenant promises will not change. God is going to bless the church. There's going to be an avalanche for those that give those that serve, you know, they go beyond their natural self, what they think would be, you know, I should do this or I should do that. They're guided by his spirit spirit and there will still be an avalanche a spiritual avalanche where God will prosper you in a time like this I'm talking about living waters flowing from you. His spirit will remain among us and we have no reason. You can't even have any room for fear in your life because then you will not be shaken. You will not be shaken. He said, I'll shake the sea and the dry land. It will be shaken. And that's exactly what's happening now. The beginning of the coronavirus, those were just tremors. Those were just that That wasn't even shaking. Some called it shaking, but I've. I, beg to differ just a bit. Now, those were tremors. Now, And I'm not saying it wasn't difficult. I'm not saying, you know, loss of life is a small thing, but it's going to be a shaking much mightier than what has happened. The dry land. Uh, The Bible tells us that The sea and the dry land will be shaken. These things will happen. There will be famine in the land. There'll be storms even in the sea. The nation will shake. When the war between Russia and Ukraine, this invasion, now that is a shaking. And it will bring the desires of the nation. It will bring what Jesus desires behind all of that. Many are giving their life to Christ. There is still something going on in the spirit realm. We don't want to see war and we don't want to hear rumors of war, but it is in God's eternal timeline. And the only thing that will happen behind all of this is the house of God will be filled with his glory. There will then be an outpouring of his spirit upon all flesh. These things must come. This is what's in Luke twenty-one ten, And then we read it also in Haggai. And then in Luke 21 8 to 11 21 8 to 11 in the book of Luke. And he said, take heed that ye be not deceived, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and in that time draweth near. Go ye not therefore after them, but when ye shall hear of the wars and commotions, be not terrified, these things must first come to pass, but the end is not by and by. Then said he unto them, Nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and great earthquakes shall be in diverse places and famines and pestilence and fearful sights, and great signs shall there be in the heaven. But before all these things, they shall lay their hands on you. There shall be persecution and delivering you to the synagogues. Jesus was then talking to the disciples of what would come, and it shall turn to you for a testimony. Settle, therefore, in your hearts not to meditate before what ye shall answer. Jesus was telling his disciples not to worry about what they would answer. So it's talking about these times that are coming and some that it's it, going on right now. But it's also telling us what he was telling and teaching his disciples. But there are things that will come, some persecution of the church, not allowing religion here, not allowing the word of God there. And that persecution is even happening right now. There's truly a shaking that's beginning to really, there were tremors and now a shaking is coming forth. The shaking, Haggai said, look up, the desire of the nation will come. And what is that? God will pour out his spirit on all flesh. He will pour out his spirit on all flesh. So do not be afraid of the shaking. God is raising up a church that's walking in tremendous power. But before all these things, when you see famine and things getting rough and hard times coming, God's people will still be blessed. The people on earth, will there'll be a material shift and the value of material things will change. So God has prepared the church now in the spirit realm, he's preparing our hearts. The real thing that you have is what you store up in heaven, not what you have on earth. God will take care of the widow, the sick, and the orphan. What is seen right now in our deposit must be in heaven and not the earth. Why? Because God is building a new heaven. He's building a new heaven and a new earth. The Bible says that the one thing that will happen that the ones that overcome the world by sacrifice, those are the ones that will reign with Christ. The Bible says this in Second 2 Timothy 2.11. This is a trustworthy saying. If we died with him, we will also live with him. If we endure, we will also reign with him. If we deny him, he will also deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful for he cannot deny himself. 2 Timothy 2 12, you will overcome, for there is a reward for those who overcome. Living waters will flow from you. But the question is, are you really ready to face Jesus? If there is a doubt, then you're in trouble. If there is fear, then the true love of God hasn't grown in our soul. He is coming for a mature church. How do we treat people? Do we treat them as though we fear the Lord? Once you know the truth, you must activate it in your life. If you felt like you were under the sea, have you ever felt like that? You know, you were under the sea and oh my gosh, under the sea, there's all kinds of fish and there's piranhas and they'll bite you. They'll come alongside, you know, and they'll bite you. Sometime you feel like that. They'll bite you from head to toe. Sometimes we feel like that in the world, like we're being bitten, like there's so much coming against us. The word of the Lord says, be strong in the Lord. Because you have nothing to fear. Oh, there are things in this world happening all around us. God is blessing his people. God is blessing his people. He is going to protect his people. There is still going to be a spiritual avalanche like snow on a peak. And suddenly it falls unexpectedly. It's something you can't see. But when it falls, it'll overtake you. The snow that falls, you know, if you're under that avalanche. In 2022, God wants us to walk in the covenant promises that he has put in my spirit. My spirit will remain among you and fear has no room in your life. Rivers of living water will flow from your belly. That's the word of the Lord for God's people. God is blessing his people God is restoring his people. God wants to wipe out all bitterness from our hearts. He wants us to swap bitterness for the love of God and let it flow from us because there's no place for that where God is. He is holy and holiness only flows where he is. And those who yield to his spirit, those are the ones who invite him in. What are we saying here? Why would God not help those people? Is it God's will to heal them? We think about the things that are going on around us, but because of stubbornness sometimes and disillusion with God's word, we don't see his word clearly. Romans 8, 128. Furthermore, since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, he gave them up to their own depraved mind to do what ought not to be done. They have become filled with every kind of wickedness, every evil and greed and depravity. They are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, and malice. They are gossips. They're incentive to the flow, the rivers of water that flow from within our heart. Having communication with the Holy Spirit as our guidance. He helps us to flow in the Spirit. People talk about the anointing, but it's clear in the Bible that we have to be rooted and grounded in the love of God. Rooted is to be rooted like a tree. Nothing can move you when you are established. When you are grounded, nothing can shake you. Then rivers of living water flow from you. What is it? It's his love. That's the key is that you may have the strength This strength comes from the spirit realm, that you will have the strength to understand in the realm of the spirit, that you will have the strength to stand, that death, nor height, nor principalities, that nothing separates you from the love of God. This is what gives you the strength to stand in a time of shaking. Many say, well, I love God and I'm walking in the love of God. And then I say, you know, have you taken the spiritual test to see if you truly love him? Have you taken that test? Or maybe we should just put it to test today, your love of God, just so you'll know in your heart, if you're truly sold out, you know, and that test would be, are you afraid to die? If you're afraid to die, then perfect love is not there. The love that you have for him is not perfected for the word of the Lord says perfect love cast out all fear. There'll be a day when the Lord calls each of us home and we don't want to be in fear when that should happen, you know? And so the the word of the Lord says, perfect love, cast out all fear. So if you know that if the Lord should get ready to call you today and there would be fear, you know, then that's when we cry out to God now and say, Lord, I want perfect love. I'm not talking about dying today. I'm using it as an analogy. I'm talking about perfect love that cast out all fear. Those who are able to walk in the perfect love, they have that relationship with God. It cast out all fear. When that fear is cast out, the shaking. The turmoil, the wars, and the rumors of war. You will not be shaken. You will not be shaken. The Bible has stated it over and over and over again. Fear not. Fear not. The Lord says, For I am with you. Bless His holy name today. God is lifting His church up to a place where we fear not. (laughs) And when we fear not, and we come into that communion, love relationship, the rivers of living water flow from within us. Rivers of living water. That living water quenches dry souls. That living water brings the word of salvation. So if you, you know, Valerie, if something were to happen I can't say that I would not fear, you know, for life. I have a fear, uh, you know, of dying. That's when we cry out to God, Lord, I want to have a perfect love for you. I want to have the love that cast out all fear. There's something about crying out to the Lord. He hears the cries of his people. When you cry out to God, I just want to submit this to you today. When you cry out, don't stop until you receive what you are crying out for. If you're crying out for weeks and for months, when you go to the Lord in prayer, continue to cry out, Lord, I want to have the perfect love that cast out all fear. I'm talking about having a strength within. When God gives you that Perfect love, you see, because it's there. But when it begins to flow from within you and all of its perfection, when that ability happens for that love to flow, see, because he takes the stony places in our heart and causes them to be flesh. He sprinkles clean water upon us and causes to walk it according to his laws and his ordinance. And the perfect love begins to flow. It begins to move in our hearts. When that perfect love begins to move in our heart. Miracles, signs, and wonders begin to follow those who believe the perfect love begins to consume you. There becomes a fire within your heart that nothing will quench except talking about him, except walking in the love of God. And right now where we are, this world needs those that are walking in the love of God because you are the light of this world. The love of God is the living water that flows from within us. When we're walking in the love of God, will not be shaken. When you're walking in the love of God, you become unmovable. Bless his holy name. You find that the shield of protection that God has on you makes you unstoppable. Bless his holy name. God is raising up a church who have that perfect love living waters flow from within them. That perfect love cast out all fear. As you pray and you seek God, cry out, Lord, I want to have that perfect love. Holy Spirit, give me that passionate love that you have for the Messiah. Give me that passionate love that you have for him. When you have that Passionate love, there will be no fear. There'll be no fear of today. There'll be no fear of tomorrow. The living water will begin to flow. And as you cry out, the anointing that's over your life will increase the power of God that flows when you pray will increase. You will have answers to your prayers and in individual prayer. You have answers to your prayer for your nation. You have answers to your prayer that opens the windows of heaven over other lives. Oh, we thank you today, Father. We thank you that right now, those that are listening, there's an open window of heaven over their life and you're pouring out a fresh and new anointing over them of intercessory prayer, a level of prayer that brings miracles, signs and wonders, a level of prayer that causes them to be unstoppable in prayer. Oh, we bless your holy name today, Father. We thank you, Lord, for the fresh and new anointing over the lives that hear this message today, Father. Oh, Lord, we bless your holy name, Father, for increasing the anointing. Now, if you're with us today and you haven't prayed and received salvation so that you can be overtaken by the anointing, we invite you to go to our website and pray the prayer of salvation. And there's a place to contact us, Or you'll be able to send in your prayer request, or just let us know that you've prayed the prayer of salvation. We want to send you a free book and we want to contact you and pray with you. We want to make sure that you're in a Bible-based church. We want to make sure that you become rooted and grounded in the word of God after you've prayed the prayer of salvation. We want to know what your experience is when you hear this message and how we can bless you. I'm Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven, teaching God's people to pray.
1: You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 5.30. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org. You are invited to join Valerie and Joan on a live conference call every Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m.
2: Central Time by calling 1-832-895-9654. That's 1-832-895-9654